everybody, it's Marchetta Parker, and welcome to my next episode of Warriors of Worship. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about moving prophetically in praise and worship and prayer and how important those items are. So to talk about that tonight, I really wanted two of my favorite prayer warriors to come in, and I got a lot of prayer warriors. You should always have a prayer warrior on your team. Before you get an agent, before you get anything else, you should have somebody praying for you and somebody that can intercede on your behalf. So tonight I have with me my sister. This is my natural sister, can't you tell? Mm. Uh, her name is Evangelist Cheryl Rogers. And I have my friend, my other sister, um, Evangelist Wanda Thomas, that come in tonight and just have a few words to say to you and share with you about how to move prophetically in prayer and worship. But before I do that, I just kind of want to ease them in a little bit. And so for my sister, we call her Evangelist Cheryl. I call her Lynn. So you may hear me flip back and forth sometimes. So if you say, I thought she said her name was Cheryl, and I say Lynn, don't be bothered. She's the same person. Same person. Um, so Lynn, can you tell people just a little bit about yourself? You know, just about your, your road that you traveled to be an evangelist? Amen. I am originally born and raised in Michigan, Benton Harbor, Michigan. I now reside in Virginia. Um, we grew up in church. I remember somebody saying, uh, when I opened my eyes, I was on the front pew at church. Um, so church has been a part of our lives, a part of my life, all of it. Um, and I knew at a young age, I remember sitting on the front row, and, um, and we were having a revival service and the service was really fiery. And I was sitting next to one of my friends. And I said, you know what? I want to be an evangelist. But I don't want to just be a regular evangelist. I want to be a, a rattler and a shaker and a rocker. I don't want to just be up there, you know, mild tone, you know, just. But, and, and that's exactly how God uses me um, in a radical way. Um, and so I've been a part of ministry, again, pretty much all of my life. Um, but um, so I'm, I'm excited about the role. But I would like to say this. A lot of times people see you and they see your story and, and they see the anointing and they want your life. But they don't understand to be where you are now in, in, in God. It has taken us down a, a path. Uh, it, it's been a lonely path. It's been uh, a, a bunch of tears. But the anointing, salvation is free. But the anointing cost. So, uh, so it, it's been a road, and we'll get into that a little later. Amen. All right. Well, thank you, sister. And um, Evangelist Wanda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your road, and all that? Sure. So I'm from Alexandria, Virginia. I come from Baptist. Unlike Cheryl, I did not grow up in church. <laughs> um, we went to church, but not until 2004 did I really build a relationship with God. Um, I said to him, you know, I don't want one foot in and one foot out. I'm ready to come wholeheartedly. And he turned my life around Amen. from that statement to him until this day. Um, I started serving the very next year in 2005, and it was just ongoing from there. Um, my passion for outreach, I went through the academy, and then I went from a licensed minister to evangelist, and I've been serving ever since. Wow. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 
wow, well, thank you guys for sharing that. And so I just kind of wanted a little information on you because I'm a worship leader and y'all are, you know, evangelists. And, you know, people try to say worship leader, you preach too, but I'm not really a preacher. I just do a little bit with song. Yeah, um, praise the Lord. But so as a worship leader, I want to know for you all, when you're trying to get in the mindset to go before the Lord to pray or or just setting the atmosphere, what is your go-to song or your go-to worship song or something that you need to hear to kind of just shift your, your atmosphere? Well, it really depends on where I am going to speak or what um, platform I'm going to be at, um, but God will put it in my spirit which song is for that occasion. So the last one I went to and he dropped it in my spirit and that was, he knows my name. Um, and when I hear that song, it just ministers to me for the simple fact that you go through so much. And, and, and even when you stand before the people, there are so many attacks that you have to fight and war against that you have to remember that no matter what you're faced with, he knows your name. And regardless to what's going on around you, he, he, he knows your name. And like I, I heard my sister say, they may call me Lynn or they may call me Cheryl. It, it don't matter what you call me because he knows. <laughs> he got me. He yeah. know my name. All right. Okay. And Wanda, what's your go-to? For me, it would be Julie True. Um, mm -hmm. She does soaking prayer music. Um, I like to listen to a lot of that music. It's a lot of um, scripture-based music or sometimes it's just music, not song. Mm -hmm. um, but it sets the tone to just get into the presence of God. It doesn't start out with uh, the normal praise and worship, but more of a, I'm coming to empty myself. Mm. And you, I sit still with that, um, that type of music. I, I go before him to empty myself out. And whether it's getting prepared to minister to someone, to serve someone, I usually like to listen to that music because in emptying myself, it's almost saying, now you feel me, mm -hmm. you impart me. Mm -hmm. And so that's what that, the soaking prayer music does. Amen. Wow. Amen. And I guess for me, it would probably be interesting. One of the songs that I really like a lot when I'm just trying to empty myself and get into that zone is, um, what a beautiful name it is. It's a beautiful song. Um, and it just simply says, what a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus, Christ our King. And sometimes you don't have to have a lot of words right, to right. get you into the, the presence of God. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's what the musician plays. You know, I'll talk about that a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, later on moving into it. But, you know, that's a beautiful song to me. So it's one of the things. And, and so just moving forward. And then as a worshiper, I invited you all to come today because I wanted to talk a little bit about prayer. And I feel like prayer is important um, as a warrior of worship. You know, for me, I know that I'm a warrior. I know that I war in the spirit. But I know, I feel like, or I know that prayer is important to be able to enter into the presence of God. So for you, if you were to give me a definition or your definition of what you feel like prayer is before we get into worship, you know, what is prayer? Either one of y'all, take it. I would say really it's just communing with God, just really coming to a place to conversate with him. A lot of people make prayer difficult. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray, but it's almost like choosing to talk to a friend. Mm -hmm. And that friend is the friend that knows everything, mm -hmm. 
already. So I, a lot of times I tell people, just go to him like you would anybody else. And you can really be realer with God than you can with anybody else. Right. And so prayer to me is just choosing to conversate with God. I like that. And I also, it's like a dialect. Mm-hmm. So it's like I say something, and then you be quiet and listen to him to respond. Exactly. So it's a communication mm-hmm. um, with, with, with God. Um, you be quiet and you listen, because a lot of times we do all the talking, and then we get up, and we're in the same place where we were when we went down. Right. But if you go down, and after you say and cry and snot and say whatever you need to say to God, if you just now calm yourself, because he'll answer you. Right. And then when you get up, you'll be different. A lot of times I say it's like a phone call. Mm -hmm. When you call a friend, you just say all these words. Oh, girl, let me tell you this, 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 this. Mm -hmm. And then hang up on them. You don't give them time (laughs) to say nothing or respond. And what you're saying, that's a lot of times we do that in Mm -hmm. prayer. Mm -hmm. Very true. And we do that in prayer as well as sometimes when we enter into worship. We enter into worship with all the stuff that we want to say, mm-hmm. all the stuff that we want to say. And unfortunately, I know that sometimes in ministries and stuff, you have time limits and all that stuff. But we know church is supposed to be about God mm-hmm. and him communing back with us. Right. So we did all of our stuff and we said, God, 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 time up. Mm-hmm. We never got a chance to sit back and let him talk back to us. And sometimes in worship, I know that that's what we need. It's funny that you said that because I actually wrote that down. (laughs) That sometimes in that we give God a lot of time. If you say you got five minutes to do praise and worship, we give God 30 seconds to talk back to us because we've talked for four and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And we've Mm -hmm. never given God the opportunity, which is the same opportunity that we need to give him when we're praying that same thing. And, you know, so I think that sometimes God has things that he wants to say to the people of God. Um, and we move them into that area, and he's ready to speak. Mm-hmm. Very true. Time up. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess it's just, you know, you kind of just have to make a decision, you know, which, what area you want to move with, you know. Mm-hmm. Do we just want to be, uh, I'm finished in 35 minutes, mm-hmm. or do we want to really, really hear from God? And I feel like the time that we're living in right now, this is the time where we really need to hear from God, where our communities are going crazy, the world is going crazy, our leadership is going crazy. We need some people that aren't afraid of warring in the spirit, praying, worshiping, and stopping and sitting back and saying, okay, God, what do you say back to us? Right. And understanding even when we're going into worship, worship is also an attitude. Mm -hmm. So getting into that place of worship, even while the singers are singing and setting that atmosphere, the actual individuals need to get into a place of worship in God, giving him their all. That is the true place of worship to help set that atmosphere and that tone. Right. And what I always like to say, even in that, is that it's not something you do on Sunday morning. Amen. That's something you do all week long. And when you come on Sunday, then it's ready to ignite because you've already communed with him all week long. So you already know when you get up here what, because God has already been a part of you. You already hear him. If I talk to you every day, then I hear you slightly and I hear your voice. Why? Because I know your voice. 
we have a relationship. Exactly. So then on Sunday morning, I don't have to sit up here and wonder, what should I do? No, the Spirit already told me, mm -hmm. you need this. Right. Somebody in the audience need to hear this. Somebody in the audience, when I pray, they need for me to go in over on this side because why? They're in need. Right. And they already heard it. And just like you brought us up here today to partner with you, when the individuals make it a lifestyle, we're out there partnering with you mm -hmm. because we can war with you spirit to spirit also. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very and that's true. always important to have those that will war with you on the front line mm -hmm. and those that are right there with you. Right. You know, you might not be up here praying right. or singing, but you're also warring in the spirit at Very the same true. time. Right. And then sometimes having that war and that communication while you're communicating, I'm communicating. I had a conversation with a musician not too long ago and we were talking about us communicating with God. I said, sometimes when we move prophetically, and that was kind of where I was easing into, mm -hmm. move prophetically in the spirit is not always um, something where I know where I'm going. You right. know, how mm -hmm. God doesn't reveal everything to right. you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes moving prophetically doesn't always mean thus saith the Lord. Amen. Sometimes moving prophetically is just saying the right thing or making the right sound as Pastor preached. Mm -hmm. um, recently is making the right sound that God hears. Now I've opened up an avenue where the people can receive mm -hmm. what God prophetically had for them. Right. So I didn't have to call them out and say, the Lord said you got a million dollars. But because I worshiped and I opened and I moved prophetically um, in my prayer and in my worship, then that person was able to hear and receive what God had for them during their worship. So that's why moving prophetically in worship is so important. And even with that, I always say that sometimes, well, not sometimes, all the time, I need musicians that move prophetically as Very well. True. So they can be as skilled as they can be. But if they don't have the, the presence of the Lord or the discerning spirit or the prophetic unctioning of the Holy Ghost, they can't go. Because sometimes when you move prophetically in the spirit, God, I need to hear something in the spirit to move me to another area. Right. And I don't know that I'm moving to that area until I hear it. Mm -hmm. And once I hear it, I know, okay, that's where I'm supposed to go. Very true. I, I even found out sometimes, even when you're moving in the prophetic, it's, it's, it's something that sometimes it's not something that you've done normally. Right. He'll, he'll take you out of your comfort zone. I know I was in a place once, and so God said, this is how I want you to set it up. I had to put, like, I had three people that I know had my back, and I had to st strategically place them different places of the church. So that while the prayer was coming from the north, south, east, and west, mm -hmm. and then I was able to go in front, and then it went all the way up mm -hmm. to where it needed to go. But a lot of times, spirits will come, and it will try to hinder the flow of the Holy Spirit. Right. And so because you're moving prophetically, you know how to cut it off exactly. before it gets to where it's trying to go, which is to hinder the service. Sometimes he'll bother your throat. And you can't get that song out. Mm -hmm. And then you get frustrated because you, you feel it, but it just won't come. But that's where you have strategically got people praying for you. Right. And they got you. And then you have enough strength to pull it out. And then when you go sit down, it's gone again. But that's all right. You were able to minister that God is, he's, it's, it's something how that, that works. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the importance of prayer mm -hmm. because your prayer life sets the tone that when you get into those atmospheres mm -hmm. and those attacks come, that warfare comes, your worship has already cleared that way, already. that God has already prepared <laughs> already. and sent you that reinforcement, you, you know. There you go. 
Very that true. Is very true. And, you know, sometimes you definitely, you, you got to have that. You know, I need a prayer warrior oh, yeah. mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. like consistently. And just because you are under attack, a lot of times you don't know as a warrior of worship or as a prayer warrior, if you're warring in the spirit, spirits are real. Oh, very And real. I don't know that sometimes people just think that because they sing well, mm-hmm. um, it's just another avenue to get another mic. It's not like just going to the club to sing. Mm-hmm. It's really, truly warfare if you're in it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you are in it, you know, because of the people of God. You know, there have been times you know, where I felt like maybe I didn't tap into where I was supposed to be, and I had somebody come to me and say, worship was exactly what I needed today. Mm-hmm. So, and then what it means is, it didn't have anything to do with it me. Right. About you. Exactly. It was never <laughs> exactly. about me. And that's why you are, um, the worship leaders face so much attack, because you're setting an t- atmosphere to bring deliverance mm-hmm. for a congregation. Mm-hmm. And not just that person that you know are, is in trouble, but for those that don't even know, you have a clue about, it. right? right and so true. you're setting that atmosphere, and anything that can stop you will stop you. Mm-hmm. And that's the importance to know for the other, the individuals in there. I think when we stay in prayer, we stay on one accord in the spirit, because like you say, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And so spirit to spirit, if you're in prayer and you go into that place of worship, because you're used to, like you say, and you have that relationship, mm-hmm. the spirit knows the spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so you know when warfare comes. Mm-hmm. You might not know what you're fighting, but you start the fight. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit does the rest for you. I, I shared with you one time, Marshall, I think about my son. I w- went to a hotel one time, and I was on a, uh, an event for work. And that morning, I was in prayer, and to me, I'm just having some good worship. And I got to moving and I'm talking having a worship service in a hotel room. And I'm saying, okay, God, like trying to calm my own mouth, Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I went into a place of worship and thanking God and thanking God. And I thought it was just a good prayer that morning. Mm -hmm. About 6.37 o'clock, I got a phone call that my son had been in an accident, thrown out the car and was gone to the hospital. A trauma unit had to work with him. Mm -hmm. God had already set the atmosphere. (laughs) I had no clue what that morning prayer was about, Mm -hmm. but he had already done it. You know, and that's why when you get into that place of prayer and you come into a place of worship, Mm -hmm. I think even as we connect in the spirit, we can help with the warfare Mm -hmm. that's in the atmosphere of the church. Very true. That's why I noticed that um, even as being uh, a worship leader, a prayer warrior or anything, um, you have to watch your surrounding. Mm -hmm. You can't hang with everybody. And for a long time as growing up, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand, well, I want to be your friend. I want to, and nobody, and I couldn't understand it. But later as I grew up, I understood everybody can't hang with you. Right. When I think of the story uh, of the friends bringing their their friend to, to Jesus, they couldn't get in because it just wasn't a room. They took the roof off. And they lowered him to Jesus. And so the the essence of the story is the friends was the one that took him, 
but the friends couldn't go down with him. Right. Even though they took him to Jesus, the friends had to stay up to lower him to Jesus. Everybody that maybe that tried to be with you can't go with you. Right. Everybody can't go. I'm trying to go somewhere and you're trying to go, but you can't go with me. Right. And you have to be wise enough to realize everybody can't go. Exactly. And so you can't be upset. You just got to understand when you're moving in the spirit, he'll reveal. It don't mean you're mad at him. They just can't go. Right. And even with saying, you know, saying that, it's nothing personal. It's, it's, it's absolutely nothing personal. <laughs> it's all spiritual. It's all, <laughs> it's all God. And then, you know, and just going back to us, just tapping on, you know, talking to worship leaders that actually, you know, enter into the presence of God. The one thing that I always say, and when you're sensitive to the spirit, sometimes God will give you things that you feel like you're supposed to say or supposed to do. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that we have to say as worship leaders, we're subject to the rule or the angel of the house. Mm -hmm. So if they say, um, this is not what you're doing at this time, you have to get released in order to be able to do that. You can't just be running amok yeah. and doing what you want to do because then God says everything must be done decently and in order. Here's what I know about God. If he got something to say, it don't have to be me that say it. It may not even come through a song. It may exactly. be at altar call. It may come mm -hmm. from the MC. It may come from pastor. And one thing I always have to say is, you know, like people, I remember we used to go through this thing. Oh, the spirit was so high. It was still some more we were supposed to do. And I'm like this. If God got something to say, we can't put God in a box. Right. Won't nobody be able to say nothing. Exactly. If he want to speak, he is going to speak. So sometimes we have to check ourselves as worship leaders because you have to remember that's, uh, that's a lot of access and a lot of power, you know, and then sometimes we can take it like, this is mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm you special. Allow, you <laughs> allow the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people don't want to submit mm -hmm. to the move of the Holy Spirit right. if it's meaning they got to move out the way. But a true worshiper mm -hmm. will submit Absolutely. to the Holy Spirit regardless right. of the outcome. Oh, yeah. And one of the things you also got to understand that if, like you said, if God has something for you to say, even if your leaders say, uh-uh, not this time, go sit down. Mm -hmm. You just go sit your little happy self down. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and before sitting down, and, and he'll smile. get his word out. Because if he wants you to say it, he's going to give you a space to exactly. say it. And when God uh, or releases give it you, to somebody else to say. it's going to be said. Mm -hmm. yep. But a lot of times we get in ourselves. They just trying to hold me down. I gotta, they, they, they jealous of me. But can't, if, 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 if it's meant, it's going to happen. Right. Can't right. nobody hold you. Right. And then I always say that you got to check yourself because we have tasks that Satan used to have. Mm -hmm. And it was a glorious task mm -hmm. because he got to come in and he was beautiful and he had the most beautiful voice and come in and say, hey, the king is coming. So guess what? He got to set the atmosphere mm -hmm. before God came in, mm -hmm. but it went to his head. So as warriors, we have to be extremely careful and extremely, extremely sensitive and extremely obedient to our leadership. We have to be subject to somebody. Amen. Amen. Very true. Amen. Very true. And if you're not careful, you will do exactly what happened to him, and you'll get the big head. And then um, I've grown, outgrown this service, this church. <laughs> I, I must go because God is calling me to a higher level. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that he has not. Right. But you just have to be careful because you don't want to go out there and then, you know, get, you know, uh, embarrassed or shamed because you thought. And, and that's not that's not of God. I think that if we humble ourselves and that it if it's your time, 
then God will reveal it to you. You don't have to jump out before he'll reveal it to you. Right. And I think also we need to remember he's, uh, the word says he's looking for us to worship him in spirit Amen. and in truth. That spirit is that spirit of the Holy Spirit has no issue with submission Amen. to God. Amen. And I think when we allow the, the spirit to move in us mm -hmm. and submit, we'll see a move of God. And that's the thing Mighty. that I think we need to keep in mind. Because like we went back when you mentioned about um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. To go back to Daniel when he prayed and it took 21 days and it said it was held up where in the heavenlies so mm -hmm. he had to fight to get it through I but that it when you first pray. right 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 <laughs> and answer. so what needs to happen is going to happen right. even if it doesn't happen when we think when it should we think happen it should. amen so true yeah. that is true i forgot forgot about daniel yes. in the 21 days yes. 21 days and god did send it <laughs> exactly he sent it when he, he sent asked. it when he asked uh -huh. for it yeah. but, but there was a war going oh, on yes. in the heavenlies exactly. on his back yes yes, <laughs> yes. So that yes. is very, that's, that's a good um, thing to bring up there. Amen. But yeah, that is, um, but yeah, you, yeah, you know, we just know that we have to warfare and yeah. we, we got to fight. Got to. And we got to fight ourselves sometimes. Amen. You know, we just talked about pride, you know, Amen. as a singer, as a musician, you know, we can think that we're so good or somebody who can enter into the presence of God in prayer, you know, people will push you out there and mm -hmm. they'll leave you out there hanging. Yeah, they you will. know, I remember a guy told me, I met a really nice um, uh, gospel singer a long time ago and they were like, oh, you're so humble, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, how can you be prideful for something that somebody gave you? God mm -hmm. gave you mm -hmm. a gift. Exactly. How can you get prideful with that? Yeah. But it's possible because people will allow you to do that. And mm -hmm. that's the one thing he said, don't allow people to do that because what they'll do is blow your head up put you at the edge of the cliff and watch you fall over it. And be like, oh, ain't that a shame? <laughs> Y'all heard about Marshetta. How'd <laughs> <laughs> she get the big head like that? Yes, yes, yes. But you know it says God um, resist the proud. Exactly. And so I think it's important that every worship leader and every worshiper remembers to stay in prayer. It yeah, is important it's, it's that they essential. add prayer to their life because of the warfare that comes against that gift. Amen. Amen. And you should be able to say, you know, as a worshiper, I should be able to pray. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't not be able to pray and lead the people of God into to worship. Right. How is that even possible? Right. Because that's how we talk to God. Exactly. No matter how you pray to him, you got to have something to say. You know, right. I don't get to decline from leading prayer. <laughs> Sister Parker declines Amen. from prayer. Right. <laughs> and you need to set that atmosphere. Amen. Set that atmosphere at home as well so that you can introduce us to that same worship. You know, uh, we were talking earlier and you can't bring something to the people that you don't know. You don't have. If you've <laughs> not learned to bring the glory into your presence, in your private time, how are you going to sit and bring the glory into a congregation? Mm -hmm. And so that's another reason it's important to sit before Amen. God. Amen. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in on prayer, praise, and worship, and moving prophetically in the spirit of God. This has been amazing for me. And we started out tonight with prayer. We end with prayer. So I'm going to ask my sister to go ahead and close us out in prayer so that we can all pray together, that we'll all be on one accord when we go into our ministries, into our homes and our families and our jobs. And whatever you do, you want to make sure that God is the first thing that you do. So I'm going to ask you to lead us out in prayer. Amen. Lord, we thank you for how you brought us together 
we're asking you to continue to touch each and every one that was able to hear us on tonight. Lord, help to ignite what you have already started on the inside of your people. Help us to bring your people into worship, not to drag them, but to take them by the hand and lead them into worship. Then also help us that our prayer warriors to help us to pray against principalities, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Help us to cover the saints everywhere. And God, we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We ask you to continue to bless our sister here that you will continue to give her um, wisdom and knowledge and to go in and out of your people. And we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise because it all belongs to you. And we all say together, amen. 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 God said some of you have just been getting breaks. God said you have things in front of you and you will go around it because you got a break. But God said tonight was to let you... Tonight was to let you know that it's not about a break, but it's about a through. God said breakthrough is coming for some of y'all, but tonight, God said breakthrough is here. Some of you been going through stuff left and right. You've been having the Job experience. But God, God said breakthrough is here. And for some of y'all, breakthrough is coming. I'm going to my seat. But he woke me up the other day to let you know tonight. Breakthrough is coming, Doc. Breakthrough is coming, Doc.